Hi, I'm Beth Kuehl, your executive career coach and host of Breakthroughs, Smart Strategies for Business and Career Growth. Today, I have an interesting guest. His name is Scott Pryor, a famed trial lawyer, former U.S. Marine, will share how his independent film Tulsa became an unlikely Hollywood success story by reaching number three all-time box office for self-distributed movies, despite the pandemic's effect on Hollywood and movie theaters. Not only the star, writer, director, and producer of Tulsa, Scott is also a renowned trial lawyer, and with this film, he turns his real-life court case into an award-winning box office smash. Scott's made an unusual but successful transition into filmmaking that's paid dividends. Inspired by true events from one of Scott's actual trial cases, Tulsa follows a desperate marine biker whose life is turned upside down when he's united with a sassy nine-year-old daughter he never knew he had. But what's most interesting to me as a career coach is how Scott made his transition and all the details that went into it that could inspire others who are also thinking of making a pivot in their careers. While it sounds almost too good to be true, there are actually some very practical strategies Scott employed to become successful in two wildly different fields and pursue his passion while maintaining a successful legal practice. Scott, what inspired you to take the leap into filmmaking, coming from a background as a trial lawyer and a Marine? Where did this passion come from? So when I was a young man, I watched uh, Full Metal Jacket with my dad. He'd rent old war movies. And um, I decided as at 11 years old, I wanted to join the Marine Corps because of watching Full Metal Jacket. So I realized the power of filmmaking and the power of of storytelling. I ended up joining the Marine Corps. you know, served, loved it, and then um, went into undergraduate. And then uh, in undergraduate, I did some acting and, and I tried out for a Shakespeare play, landed a speaking part, not have not being an acting major or anything like that. I really enjoyed the performance and kind of how everything came, how everything came together. And so uh, I decided to, you know, I, I, I pursued law school, went on, went on to law school, but I guess strategically, I opened my own firm, knowing that would give me the freedom to pursue creative endeavors. And so then from there, I just worked towards um, doing my own material, writing my own uh, script, because I know that a powerful script will definitely open doors in Hollywood. And so I remember uh, seeing Matt Damon and Ben Affleck with uh, Goodwill Hunting, and then, of course, Tyler Perry with his success, uh, them doing their own materials and uh, producing their own um, films. And that was just kind of laid the groundwork for me. Learned a lot in the Marines, seeing what a good leader does and being under some not so good leaders and and learning to lead and and honestly making mistakes at a young age as a leader and then learning kind of my leadership style. That all kind of set the stage for me, um, you know, for the success that we've we've enjoyed now. So, and, and honestly, a lot of hard work. What practical advice could you offer for people who would like to make a switch from one field to another? I would say, first of all, try to get on a movie set, volunteer. Um, we've had, we always get a, a number of volunteers who are hardworking and passionate. Um, if you're not prepared to work hard, you will be dismissed and it won't even be an hour. Um, if, if you want to show up and work hard and it doesn't matter, I mean, it doesn't matter. You may be a doctor. If you don't go into filmmaking, go be a production assistant somewhere where you run for coffee or whatever. And I would recommend going into uh, to do that for an independent film because the, the cast is much, much smaller. And a lot of times you wear so many hats and a lot of times you'll be utilized in a greater manner. So some of our 
people who came in as just kids out of high school production assistants have, you know, they, they work very hard. And then, I mean, they meet and network with people on our set, build their reputation, and then they're off, you know, just growing um, in, 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 in the film industry and they work a lot in different capacities. So that's certainly one way, obviously you find other people who've, who've uh, been successful and just, just, you know, get in and work. How did you make inroads into Hollywood? What were your specific tactics? Um, well, like I said the, previously, the script is is the magnet. Um, so from there, once you that's first base, from there, of course, you find a really, really good producer. So a producer is, is somebody who has ties to basically the whole creative team. And, and a good producer will have ties to financing and, and, and a whole network of people. Now, certain producers are... are good at you know raising money other producers are good at distribution others are good at you know finding filmmakers so i found um i found a couple producers who'd worked together before and through them they introduced me to a number of cinematographers uh assistant directors directors that sort of thing and you just kind of you wade through these people and and really figure out who would fit um for the project and one of the things, because we were dealing with a very, very low budget, one of the things I learned early on is that we pay an opportunity. And what I mean by that is you may have you have a lot of excellent creatives from actors to cinematographers to directors and all that. And, and they've they've done a lot of work, but they've never done a full feature. And so we you know wrote a full feature and out of the gate decided to do one full feature. Um, and so we would approach like cinematographers who had the cameras and had the equipment and for them to have the opportunity to work on a full feature to build their resume. And it's a project that they are passionate about. They are willing to work at a, at a greatly reduced price and well within your budget. And so, uh, so that's one of the things we do It's one of our strategies is we pay an opportunity. And then of course, if, if we like them and we work well together, they're invited onto the next project and hopefully climb the ladder with you. Oh, that makes sense. So how, how do you juggle being a trial lawyer, managing a prominent law firm, and being both the producer, director, and star of a Hollywood film? It seems like an awful lot. It is a lot, I will not lie. But the main, the main key is to have really great people around you. So um, there's a lot of people who do great and way better jobs at things that uh, than I do and things that I don't like to do, uh, such as like real detailed, detailed logistics. I, I'm not your guy. I can do it, but it just drains the life out of me. So I, I, you know, we stand up a really, really good team. My wife is, uh, is a uh, great in terms of producers as well, because we're very, very different in our personalities. So, uh, our comment compliment each other. So, uh, really standing up a really good team. Um, is is key, key, key for me, both in law and film. And keep in mind, I draw a lot of the, a lot of our story work is drawn by actual cases that I've worked on in the firm because my firm, Scott Pryor Law, specializes in very seriously injured people. Say, you know, somebody gets hit by a semi truck or crane drops some, you know, concrete slab on somebody, and now they can't walk. So we deal with death and very serious injury. So we're dealing with clients day in and day out who have just you know stories and tragedies 
So then we take their stories and tragedies, of course, tell a story, put that in front of the jury. We find, we find huge success in doing that, being creative. But then we also take those same stories and storylines and characters and write that into our storytelling on the screen. So it actually one complements the other, one informs the other and vice versa. Scott, what other advice might you have for networking? How to get your foot in the door and get some skills when you're in your own locale before you move out to, let's say, a big city like LA? What I would tell you is like in Georgia, for instance, there's the Georgia, um, there's a Georgia film community. And I forget what the technical name is. So they meet once a month and there's this huge meeting and there's all sorts of creatives from the film industry. So I would tell people, you go there and you connect and you find out, you know, who's doing what and what project and just say, hey, I'll come up, I'll show up and I will work for free on this weekend or two or three days or take a week off. And then you go in there and you work your butt off and you will be noticed. People who work very hard, who are passionate about the project and who show up with a great attitude, they are noticed. And then mm -hmm. that is your, that becomes your calling card. Then people are like, oh, well, you know, do you think you can handle this? And, you know, we've promoted, you know, somebody who is a young high school guy on Tulsa. He's actually my friend's son. He's a fantastic artist. So he was a production assistant. And I mean, he was doing everything, everything from sweeping floors to scrubbing walls to, doing caricatures of um, the different cast and crew. And then he ended up working in the art department. And now he gets called regularly on different films if they're shooting to come in. And um, he's, he's honestly worked his way up very quickly. So get in with people who are filmmakers. You're just going to have to go out, be creative and, and find those people who are making films. And again, the, in, the, the indie film uh, industry, that's really where you want to go. Because they're always people are always looking for volunteers because you're always challenged with budget. It's gonna be harder on your bigger budget films because everybody wants to get on those. But your indie films, you know, you can learn lessons good and bad on those. You can learn what not to do as a filmmaker, but you can also learn, of course, what to do. And again, network, network, network. But don't go there and be lazy because then your your well, reputation will precede you. What's one mistake that you made that in hindsight you wish you hadn't that you learned from? Good question. I, I kind of look at those as two different questions. One is what's a mistake that I learned from and two obstacles that over that you overcame. So I'll, I'll, I'll tackle the obstacles that we overcame. Uh, and so when you make, especially when you make independent films, the obstacles, you always run into two obstacles, one budget and two time. So you have to really, really, really spend time in pre-production um, you got to do your shot list. If you're a director or cinematographer, you want to do a shot list, go in, try to get into your locations ahead of time. Know what you're going to shoot. You have to have your shot list because you can't just show up and be like, huh, I think I'm going to block the scene this way. You have got to do as much advanced prep work as possible, as much as possible. Because when you're filming, um, it's very difficult and you have to pivot all the time when you're filming. It's just, it's the nature of the beast. Um, we've had actors drop out. Um, I mean, big, big name actors drop out because of something, something major happened to them and they're, we're shooting them out in three days. So you always have to have contingency plans. So before you film, you want to, you know, you want to have plan A, plan B and plan C. And then sometimes all that goes out the window. So you have to be very, very flexible and you can't just lose it. Like if, if it feels like the world's falling down, you have to take a minute, breathe and think through 
what it, what do we need to do? You, you, you have to stay strong, especially if you're leading a film, you have to stay strong and say, okay, it's going to be okay. And you got to keep everyone calm. It's going to be okay. Let's take a minute, think through the best way to do it. And then you execute a strategy. Um, obviously we did that a lot in the Marine Corps. It seems like there'd be several prominent character traits that would enable a person to thrive in this industry from what you've shared. Uh, it sounds like humility would be huge because you'd have to go in and learn a lot and start from scratch and perhaps volunteer, being resourceful and being willing to put everything you've got into it and making sacrifices with respect to time and resources. I'm uh, wondering if that would be what you would consider um, the top character traits in addition to, of course, having tremendous grit. What are your thoughts? Absolutely. And I, I'll, I'll lay out three character traits that I think are absolutely essential that right. you touched on a couple. One, integrity. Tell the truth. Be honest. You have got to have integrity. Don't, you know, go behind people's back and solicit drama and all that. Don't do that. Be a person of integrity. A, B, be loyal. You have to be loyal. Don't, don't again, you know, go behind, you know, get choppy and go behind somebody's back and and, uh, you know, play all these little people games and stuff. I cut that out. If somebody's doing that on my set, they're gone because we, we can't afford to do that. C, um, hard work, hard work, hard work. Um, and what you said, the cherry on the top is grit. You have to have grit and persistence. Um, if, if our team did not have ruthless grit, we, would, we wouldn't even made our first film because you will come into challenge after challenge an obstacle, an obstacle. And, and I have had way more people tell me it can't be done. You can't make it. There's no way you can. And I, that just serves as fuel uh, to my fire. It's rocket fuel to my soul when somebody tells me I can't do something. So you can't, you can't get discouraged. I had somebody tell me um, years ago, they, they read part of one of my scripts and they said, you, you, you can't write, you shouldn't write. You just don't have it. it. Discouraged me for several months. And then I said, wait a second, who is this person? Who are you to tell me I can't write? And um, I went on and, you know, the, the writing, our writing uh, in our scripts are, are what really opens the doors. So, you know, there's a difference between criticism and constructive criticism. Constructive criticism, I'll take all day long. Outright criticism where somebody's just being nasty. Yeah. Uh -uh. Let it go in one ear and out the other. What was the most difficult thing you faced in making this film? The most difficult thing that we faced in making this film was time well time and budget restraints but I'll, I'll leave it to time because you only have so much time to shoot the film because you only have so much money so we had one particular instance where uh we it was two in the morning and we were filming and we had to get out of there we didn't have that location another day everybody was tired everybody was ready to go home and we had to go film a pivotal scene and so me as an actor it was it was a pivotal scene for me and i had to be very emotional in the scene and I had to go in there knowing we had 20 minutes to get the get the whole scene shot out. And it was pivotal. A lot of pressure because you know, a lot of actors don't don't really know that you only have 20 minutes and and um, a lot's riding on it. But as a producer, I did know that. So, you know, that's definitely a challenge, you know, being in the know. Ignorance is bliss. Right. So just just working uh, in that time. And I always tell people say, how's it like, you know, shooting independent films? I said, it's like sprinting a marathon. I said, oh, you mean running a marathon? I said, no, it's like sprinting a marathon. You have a long distance you got to go and you have to sprint the entire time. Now, I love it, but you definitely have to have the grit like you said, Beth. Last question. 
What do you find most satisfying about filmmaking? The most satisfying thing about filmmaking is going from a concept in your head via a story coming to light, you know, a little spark to mentoring and meeting all these people, family, and then going with that family to the theater, watching all that hard work play out on screen. And then people who are completely strangers being emotionally affected and their lives being changed. So for instance, Tulsa, in one of our first screenings, there was a guy who walked out of the theater and he said, you know what? I'm changing my plans tonight. I'm going to go talk to my son who I haven't talked to in years, and I'm going to go mend that relationship. Thank you. We had another lady who said, I walked away from faith. I, I, I left it years ago, but you know what? I want to go reconnect with that faith. We had a, another lady just reached out to us yesterday or the day before. She watched our very first film, The List, and she said, and she said, the film saved my life. She's like, you're saving lives and not even knowing it because the film is very inspirational. And that to me is, is, is why we do that. We, we, we film to help other people. And so from that first spark of the concept to then going full circle and then knowing that you change somebody's life. I mean, that's, that is a, that's a wonderful, wonderful feeling and experience and makes it all worth it. Wow. That's amazing. You're a creative healer. Thank you Beth, so much for having me. I really appreciate you. You know, God bless you. And if you need anything else, please reach out. Great talking with you. So we've heard it directly from Scott Pryor, famed trial lawyer, former Marine, takes his passion for films and acting, combines it with his leadership skills and storytelling ability, and turns it into a box office smash all during COVID. A remarkable example for how a person can make a successful career transition from a professional to a creative and do it in a way that doesn't sacrifice your financial security. A great story about taking a calculated risk with persistence and grit and turn a hobby into a successful career.